we have to start the podcast because the mulled wine is getting cold and I refuse to drink cold mulled wine. Me too. I am day drinking by myself on a Saturday afternoon. Merry <laughs> Christmas. Let's do this. <laughs> Hello and welcome to another episode of Midlight Christmas. Yay. <laughs> Uh, yeah, normally this is a book podcast where the three of us, three grown-up biologists, reread books from our teens and it's totally cool. But in keeping with the <laughs> illustrious tradition of last year that we made up on the fly, <laughs> uh, we're going to do a Christmas episode where we make up an incredible Hallmark movie. <laughs> oh, man. Yay! I have been looking forward to this for months. <laughs> yeah, it says a lot that like all of our favorite episodes is the one that is not our normal format. <laughs> Listen, it's fine. Yeah, it's fine. It's just so fun to do. Also, I drink way more during this one than any of the oh, other yeah. ones. Same. The, just a peek into the machinery of this podcast. It's like 3.30 p.m. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me, your time zone ahead of me, it is 3 p.m. Ah, <laughs> oh, 30 minute difference. We're all going to have a good time. It's still daylight out. As they always say, you write drunk, edit sober. There you go. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah, if you didn't uh, listen to last year's episode, first of all, go do that because it's so good. Mm-hmm. But when we were reading Twilight Midnight Sun... We did a Christmas episode where we wrote a vampire Christmas movie. So this year, we're going to make a dragon Christmas Hallmark movie. Chris- Christmas dragon Hallmark movie? <laughs> Hallmark dragon Christmas? No, keep going. <laughs> okay. One of those. Those four <laughs> words in some order. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Great. So we came up with a format that maybe makes a little more sense than last year but before we get into that (laughs) um, let's introduce ourselves so as always i am sophie and for the christmas episode i have a randomly generated hallmark christmas movie title generator (laughs) Uh (laughs) uh-huh to generate a title for me Uh uh-huh and (laughs) i've already had one shot and it was too many okay oh my God. um the hallmark movie title that is mine for today is <laughs> a wishful jingle Aww. oh yeah huh. Huh. Just, a wishful jingle. just a nice jingle that's full of wishfulness wow yeah beautiful <laughs> thanks what about you guys my name is Sam, and my hallmark christmas movie is a very merry magic Wow. (laughs) Dang. Wow. Inspiring. The merriest magic. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Never mind, I'm gonna stop. Uh Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And I am also here. My name is Hannah, and my randomly generated Hallmark movie title for today is A Very Merry Envelope. (laughs) (laughs) Just uh-huh. an envelope full of Christmas cheer. <laughs> I I don't know what this could possibly mean, but I did read it and immediately almost choke laughing. <laughs> so I figured it was <laughs> I 
You know it's a keeper one. Oh. So that's why when we started the recording, you were just like coughing. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Great. Yeah. I love that the card inside is not what's Mary. It's the envelope. It's the envelope itself. The envelope Mm -hmm. itself. That makes me think it's like when a company sends you like a Christmas card and it's just like generic with like snowflakes on it. But the Mm. envelope is always like got more snowflakes on it. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. It gave me Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants vibes somehow. Mm. Like it's a magic envelope that makes people happy. I don't know if this word is pronounced envelope or envelope, and it's really tripping me out tonight. Yeah. I love when you forget how you personally say a word. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, how do how I, I say, say this? It. I think I've said it both ways so far, so that's cool for me. I love it. Keep us on our toes. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Everyone, including me. Yeah. <laughs> Well, let's get into the making of this new hit Hallmark movie. Excellent. Yeah. So the way we're going to do this is we have each brought one thing to the Hallmark (laughs) movie besides the dragon. The dragon is mandatory. Yes. The dragon was already there when we arrived. Yeah. Aragon brought the dragon first. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I guess I should mention we're reading Aragon. So we're doing a movie (laughs) about dragon. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, that might have been a good to bring up. Whoops. Anyway, so I will be bringing the Christmas fairy tale. Mm-hmm. Well, being the resident rom-com fanatic, I'm going to be bringing the relationship trope in which our two love interests will be following. And uh, <laughs> as the extra one, I will also bring <laughs> An extra trope of uh, my own choosing. Hell yeah. (laughs) Because, listen, last year we did this based on our favorite trope. And Sophie's is a fairy tale thing and Sam's is uh, a relationship thing. And mine is just an extra thing. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, mine's the story. Sam's is the relationship. And you're the one that brings, like, what makes this book different than all the other ones. Yeah, yeah, with with a trope. (laughs) Yes. It's not like all the other fairy tale retelling romantic comedies. It's not like the other girls. It's not like other girls. (laughs) It's not like the other fairy tale retelling Hallmark Christmas movie with dragons that you might have seen before. It's I will say I went looking for a dragon like Christmas book or something that we could maybe like read or do for something different don't don't go looking i was gonna say i feel like there's some deeply romance (laughs) novels about it okay there's currently one on my amazon wish list that was put there as a joke by a certain somebody and Uh um who could that be i wonder so anyways moral of the whole thing it does not exist so this is why we're here great Mm -hmm. Sam it. also picks the relationship trope because they should choose the only one who's not single. <laughs> <laughs> wow, rude. Oh. <laughs> Accurate. <But>. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Hannah picks the relationship between the person and the dragon because she's the only one with a dragon. <laughs> yes. Listen, I do currently have a butterfly. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> so let's start with the fairy tale that I am bringing. It's not exactly a fairy tale because so last time we did the nutcracker which i i don't even know if that falls within fairy tale but there aren't really like christmas 
fairy tales <laughs> yeah per se there's like books and stories i was gonna say i grew up in a house that had like a huge rubbermaid tote full of like classic children's christmas stories i right. feel like that counts but they're from like the victorian era you know like they don't have a basis in you know like an oral tradition way back when gotcha kind of thing because because the uh Christians haven't been around really that long. Yeah. <laughs> if you think about it. <laughs> yeah. Maybe about 2,021 years, perhaps. <laughs> <laughs> exactly that amount. <laughs> December 25th. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> 2,021 years ago. <laughs> so I've picked like a Christmas story, and the Christmas story I have picked is A Christmas Carol. Ooh. Yay! Yay. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah. Okay, so just in case nobody's watched a Christmas Carol recently. Yeah. <laughs> just I was gonna, gonna real say, quick go through please, the story. For a while. Yeah. Thank you. All right. No problem. So A Christmas Carol by Charles Dickens. <laughs> the summary. <laughs> this is the story of Ebenezer Scrooge, who is, you know, super rich and the bah humbug man who hates Christmas <laughs> and being nice to everybody. <laughs> um, so it starts with Bob Cratchit, his clerk, who is like freezing cold in his house because Scrooge refuses to heat the place because he's so cheap, even though he's super rich. Ugh. Scrooge's nephew shows up, invites him to come to a Christmas party. He says no. Some guys show up, ask for, like, charity contributions for Christmas. Scrooge says no, yelling the line, bah humbug, in response to Merry Christmas, which is iconic, really. Mm -hmm. So that night, Scrooge gets a visit from the ghost of his dead partner, Jacob Marley. Jacob Marley is weighed down by chains as a punishment for his greedy and self-serving life. So that night... After Marley leaves, Scrooge gets the visit from the three ghosts. So we have the ghost of Christmas past, the ghost of Christmas present, and the ghost of Christmas yet to come. So on the Christmas past, he sees his own past and the woman who loved him and then left him because he loved money more than her. <laughs> so he gets all sad. Ghost of Christmas present, who shows him that Bob Cratchit you know, is poor. And his son, Tiny Tim. Oh, <laughs> Tiny Tim. Just having a sad Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> and also shows Scrooge his family having a cool party without him. And he's like, dang. <laughs> <laughs> that's a so, quote from the book. Dang. Yeah, that's a quote. Scrooge, <laughs> Scrooge is visiting his family with a ghost and he's like, dang. <laughs> <laughs> dang, yo. I want to read a book written in that style. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll rewrite A Christmas Carol in that style. <laughs> and millennial storytelling. Yeah. Lol. No. Totes the... not yeet, yo. <laughs> and then Scrooge yeets the money. <laughs> uh, anyway, Christmas yet to come is the last one. And basically, Scrooge sees all these people reacting to a mysterious unnamed person's death um, and how everyone seems like better off that this person is dead. And then, of course, he realizes it's him. Ah! No. And everyone's glad that he's dead because he was the worst. So he begs the ghost to let him try again. And he wakes up 
on Christmas Day, and he runs out to go attend his family's party and send a turkey to the Cratchit house and treats Tiny Tim nicely. (laughs) (laughs) Continues to do that for the rest of his life. Wow. Wow. Yay! That is going to be very fun. (laughs) Yeah. So yeah, we can figure out how to do this however, but yeah, this is the story that I have chosen. (laughs) That works really well, actually, with what I've chosen. Me too. It's gonna, I feel like it's gonna work well. Also, this was, this is a holiday rom-com. I don't know if anyone's actually ever watched it, but they remade it. It's called like Ghosts of Girlfriends Pass, and I think it has Matthew McConaughey in it. Oh. Oh my gosh. Yeah, do you know, have either of you seen that? No. <laughs> Anyways, um, so I'm, like, very on board with it. Yeah. <laughs> it works, it works well. <laughs> I guess I should talk about the relationship now? Hell yeah, you go, Sam. Yeah. Tell us this super good relationship. Hell yeah. Okay. Hell yeah. I have been on, like, such a rom-com hit lately. I think I've read at least 20 in the last, like, three or four months. Oh my god. So... <laughs> I've got a lot on the go. And my favorite trope that I've read about in the last little bit is like, it's because I guess you can kind of call it the soulmate trope. Mm-hmm. So yeah, basically like two people meet at some point in their life, usually like when they're really young, say like 18, 19, have like three or four months where they're like wildly in love with each other, like seeing each other every day. And then one of them does something to like really screw it up. And then they get separated for some reason. And 10, 15 years later, they get reunited by some common cause or something. And they have to work together. And then they fall madly in love again and realize that they're (laughs) made for each other. And it's a happy ending. (laughs) So that's what we're going with. Hell yeah. So it is sort of still an enemies to lovers. (laughs) A little it's bit, but like sort of an enemies okay. to lovers. It's, it's kind of it's a lovers to enemies to oh, lovers. Yeah. Oh, that's good. Brings a new element. Yeah, so like they definitely like start off in that like honeymoon stage of a relationship. Like yeah. there's nothing, there's no like previous friends or anything before. Like they met at a party or they met Dang. at the grocery store. Like just something meet cute. They met at the dragon pen. Yep. <laughs> yep. Exactly. And then like have a really quick fling where they're just head over heels in love, but it only lasts a short amount of time before something screws it up. And, Dang. Uh, very. I guess we'll figure out what that is. Very the notebook. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah. No, that's I I mean, we're picking a trope. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, no, I just completely forgot. This just it just made me sad cuz that one's always sad. It is sad. It doesn't yeah. have to be sad. We don't have to get to the part where they're old. No, we're we're just we're doing a happy ending. Rom-com, yeah. holiday Hallmark rom-coms have happy endings. None of them are allowed to have sad endings. It's illegal. I have yeah, declared right. it. Exactly. My brother is a cop. He will enforce this. <laughs> <laughs> it's me the christmas police Uh. (laughs) it's me the hallmark police (laughs) oh well Uh, i'm glad he's on our side 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure this is why he became a police officer. Yup. Yeah. I think uh, so. Defending Hallmark movies. Wow. Okay. What about you, Hannah? What are you bringing to the table? <laughs> oh man, I had one that I really wanted. But I was kind of like, uh, I don't know, it's like kind of specific and might not fit. But you guys lined it up for me so perfectly. Oh, we didn't plan God. this. We didn't discuss our chosen tropes ahead of time. I really want to do a reincarnation trope of some kind. Oh my God! <laughs> oh, snap. Right? Oh, yeah. Yep. Yeah. And also, Sophie, uh-huh. your particular phrasing in your part made me go, ooh, can this be a gay Hallmark movie. Do those exist? Or is it only straight white people? I mean... I feel like they've branched out. Yeah. Right? Um, I haven't seen any. I would say in mm. books they have yes. branched out more. In movies and TV shows, I have not seen one. And I watch every Netflix Christmas Hallmark movie every year. Well... There's also not yeah. a dragon Hallmark movie, so we're going to have <laughs> so a gay dragon gonna... Hallmark movie. <laughs> so do, you, yep. do you mean it to be Marley? I sure do. And okay, <laughs> got it. You did say partner in your introduction. Oh, that's a, I did say partner. <laughs> I also tried to leave mine gender neutral and just said love interest, but I might, Hell have, yeah. I might have messed up a bit, but I did try. Listen, we can always make Marley a woman because that's a very feminine name. That's true. And that is something Hallmark would do. <laughs> I did true. just because I needed to know. I did Google it. And in 2000, the Hallmark Channel aired its first. Oh, wait, no, just kidding. I thought it was like, the first <laughs> queer one. I was going to say 2000 like, would have been early. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah. oh, the queer Christmas movie. And then it was like, in 2000. I'm like, no, no. Okay, yeah. no. scratch that. Oh, apparently uh, there was one last year, though, in 2020. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Oh yeah, happiest season. I've heard of this where Kristen oh, Stewart. Oh, <gasps> and her okay. girlfriend. Yeah. Ooh, of Twilight oh. fame, which is relevant yes. to our oh, podcast. Oh, that is podcast. super relevant. Apparently, there's a couple of them. Okay. okay. All right. I'm into okay. this. Yeah, we could do that. Sure. I guess we'll okay. see uh, how the gender rolls out. Yeah, yeah. As we go, and then we can decide. <laughs> <laughs> okay. This is good. Okay, we have our Scrooge, and we have our Marley, and I think they should be in love. And then okay. Marley comes I back think... to life at the end. <laughs> right, so do we think, should the goal of the movie be to bring Marley back to life? Is that, like, mm -hmm. what they are trying to do? This is already not a Hallmark movie. No, I, yeah. think, I think maybe, well, because the ghost of... Marley has to come and tell Scrooge that he's not in the spirit. And maybe that's a, maybe love was what they needed all along, but not just love for each other, love for their community. And right. when Scrooge learns to love again, outside of his broken heart, <laughs> 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 then he is rewarded by his love interest coming back to life. Uh-huh, uh-huh. We can also play with the, the sense of, the spirits, I think, uh, can be a bit loose because yeah. in the case of magic, like, it could just be a witch or, like, a mage or a wizard or sorcerer or something that, like, he angered. And so the ghosts or spirits coming back are just images of people that are important to him that he's lost. Mm -hmm. 
I think the first thing, I think before we figure out any of this, I think we need to figure out how the dragon fits in. I yeah. So I was, I was trying to think about it. Mm-hmm. So what if it's something like, you know, it's today, normal, like our world, but like, think like enchanted or something where it's like, there's a Christmas dragon that like, there- you know, or something that like, <laughs> I don't know, but go brings, on. Well, I'm just saying like in the movie, like what if there's like a Christmas dragon that brings like Christmas cheer or whatever. Right. You know, Aww. like a sort of the kind of thing where, I don't know, the character like finds the baby Christmas dragon and has to like raise it because the Christmas dragon has to be there on Christmas for, you know, a happy Christmas mm-hmm. to happen or something. I like that. The dragon's name is Tiny Tim. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the dragon's hurt. Normally yeah. the dragon can like, like what if it's like the dragon every year is like a phoenix some reincarnation mm. <laughs> love that and the dragon like every fall comes back to life as a baby and like grows until christmas when it like brings christmas cheer yeah or something and then dies <laughs> <laughs> oh god <laughs> it, it has to die for christmas to happen <laughs> oh my god you no know- no. I don't know if anybody listened to no, or remembers to our last year's uh, <laughs> yeah. movie, but Sophie and I in particular were like very determined to make it a horror movie <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> accidentally. <laughs> okay, I feel okay. like we might be ending up there. Okay. Okay. No, the no. Christmas dragon has to lay an egg every year, yeah. right? Like, and then that's what brings the Christmas spirit or something. So anyway. Bob Cratchit is a Christmas dragon and Scrooge, doesn't like Christmas because his lover Marley died on Christmas or left him at Christmas one year. <laughs> Got stabbed by Christmas tree. Got stabbed by Christmas tree <laughs> at Christmas. Yeah. Uh, so Scrooge gets the Christmas dragon and is like, you know what? I don't want Christmas to happen. I'm going to keep this dragon locked uh-huh. up in my basement. Uh-huh. Uh, I'm going to keep this dragon somewhere where it can't go out and do all of the Christmas tasks that it needs to do in order to have a Merry Christmas. And then uh, at the end, the egg hatches and that's the tiny Tim that comes out because I'm well, very yeah. invested in this. No, but maybe like, maybe wherever Scrooge is, that's where the dragon like laid its egg. Mm-hmm. And he like chases it out because he's like, I don't want Christmas. Get out of here. And yeah. in doing so, like the egg like falls and rolls somewhere. And when the Aww. dragon baby hatches, it's like injured. Like it's like, yeah, yeah. Like it's like a Nemo. <laughs> yeah. Or like a tiny Tim. <laughs> or like a tiny Tim. Mm-hmm. That has a deformed wing. Like my yeah. butterfly. <laughs> and so like, and then we can do like the ghosts part is like these stages where having to take care of this baby dragon like he becomes a better person Mm -hmm. over it right yeah yeah what if we assume that like dragons are magically capable of spreading christmas cheer in this weird Mm -hmm. universe we've devised yeah (laughs) the dragon probably has the ability to like influence the way people think or act right yeah i would assume so so, like, as a defense mechanism or something, maybe the dragon is, like, bombarding Scrooge with all of these images of oh. other people having a happy holiday or something. Yeah, like, what if it's, like, every time he touches the dragon, he sees a Christmas. 
from his Ooh. life. Oh, and yeah. And so it's either future, present, or past. That's Ooh, good. I, I like that, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I was thinking about the Marley thing. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know about an actual reincarnation. Yeah, I, I like your idea that the dragon is a phoenix. And yeah. And it bursts into flames on Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> into red and green sparkly silver flames yeah Yeah. at christmas you know we can take some like orson scott card here and uh it turns into a tree at the end of its life and it's a christmas tree or like it turns into like a blizzard and then there's an egg at the bottom yeah an egg at the bottom of the blizzard yeah and scrooge thinks he's killed this dragon so he panics and like kicks the egg or like knocks the egg over or something Mm-hmm. And then that's how, anyway. Yeah. Well, I feel like the first one, maybe he seeks out the egg because he's like, I, I hate this. I don't want any Christmas. And then he like deliberately kicks it away. Yeah. Or he like tries to carry it out of wherever it is. And then he drops it. Yeah. And when he drops yeah. it, it like starts to hatch. But it's. Oh. <laughs> 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 but then at the end, he takes care of the new egg when it does its thing in Phoenix's. And he becomes the caretaker of the Christmas He's dragon. He's the Christmas dragon caretaker. Along with his husband. <laughs> his husband, Marley. Oh, yeah. So his I was husband, thinking, Marley. So I was thinking about that. What if it's the sort of thing to keep with, like, a ghost theme? It's, like, mm-hmm. timing-wise, we set it, like, a little bit before now. So not when people had, like, the internets or whatever the kids are using these days. Yeah. yeah so like they don't have a way to contact each other and they mm-hmm. like they have this like fling and then one of them has to like catch a train and they just like don't know what happened to the other one mm. and then like for a ghost thing it's like they're still in the same city but you see like one of them go into a store and leave and then the other one goes in right like like they Ooh, yeah. they think that they're around but they just can't find each other oh mm-hmm. like a christmas That's... curse yeah <laughs> like a christmas curse well i just made it uh-huh. why did i make it horror <laughs> why did you make it <laughs> you've been well, spending wait, no. too much time with us i i like that though because that could be the thing that happens that sets them apart like they go their separate ways but like something happened and something that one of them did that enacted the Chris like the Christmas curse mm-hmm. or whatever uh-huh. and that's kept them apart for all these years and then something is triggered oh I guess him finding this Christmas dragon and then he finds out that he was somehow cursed or something and then the Christmas dragon helps break the curse as they bond and Mm -hmm. may I present an alternative idea yeah okay which is brings in Sam's thing of like lovers to enemies to lovers part a little bit more (laughs) they have their fling maybe they hook up at like an office Christmas party or something yeah and then Scrooge does something (gasps) that makes Marley be like no Mm -hmm. absolutely not and they, is, does it count as a breakup? I guess they have a fling for several months, maybe. And then they break up. And that's why Scrooge is so bitter about Christmas in particular, but life in general. Because he screwed up the, like, the one good thing that he thought he had. Oh, well, maybe the Christmas party is where it all goes wrong. 
Yeah. Like, so maybe they start hooking up and then the Christmas party is where it all goes wrong. And then that somehow, like, enacts the curse. And then, yeah, he hates Christmas. What if it's like, yeah. What if Scrooge is like, you know, the son of the CEO or the son of the company mm. owner? Mm-hmm. And yeah. Marley is like, <laughs> like the union rep. <laughs> and so they don't know who they are like they don't know who each other are but they meet at this christmas party and they like fall for each other and like hook up and then like the next morning or something one of them leaves and then while they are gone they realize who the other person is Mm -hmm. and then Mm -hmm. they never contact each other again (laughs) Uh uh-huh but they think helplessly about each other for the next 10 years yeah Yes, obviously. I feel like it should be more than just, like, a one-night hookup to, like, pay off yeah. the, the soulmate kind of angle. That's but I do I, like well, the idea. Okay. What if... No, so, like, he's the CEO's son, so he probably doesn't know the staff very well, uh-huh. right? Like, he's probably, like, in a bunch of important meetings, doesn't know a lot of, like, the other people. And they, like, meet cute sometime in the summer, like let's say like August and then they've had this thing going until Christmas and then they're at the office party together and then they see each other not realizing that they were like at the same company Mm. Mm -hmm. and then because he lied or she lied like one of them lied and then there's like a big thing because he's like obviously not happy with the union rep or something (laughs) I don't know I feel like maybe the other way like this company treats its employees like yeah. And Marley okay. is like, you've been being groomed to be the next CEO this whole time. And yeah. like, Bob over there can't even afford to feed his family kind of thing. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then so mm. then that, that's like the breaking point of the whole thing. What if it's like, yeah, mm-hmm. I, I, yes. But what if it, what if it's that the son has to like work at the company undercover like, his dad <laughs> wants him to, like, learn how the company is run. Undercover boss. Yeah. yeah. Undercover boss, yeah. 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 So he he sends his son to be, like, you're going to be, you know, the assistant to the manager. Like, you're going to be the manager's yeah. assistant mm-hmm. for, you know, two months. Don't tell anyone who you are. Right. Because, yeah. like, you just need to see how the company is run. And so the other guy, he's the... When a company... <laughs> I don't know how I know this, but when when a company is unionizing or in the process of Uh coming up to a union vote, there are all this hypothetical information, all this hypothetical information that I just know from reading (laughs) the, they have people in the company who are like representatives, quote unquote, for the union who like talk to people about the union. They're the person who like gets everyone on board, makes sure the managers don't find out etc right and are the contact between the union and the employees so maybe this guy is the Mm -hmm. union rep and so he is trying to like feel out at first this guy to see if he's like oh is he cool and like oh i don't know if he's cool so they're both kind of like lying to each other yeah but then they kind of fall Mm -hmm. in love but they still have like these two lies that they're not telling each other yeah and so then Mm -hmm. it all comes to like fruition at the christmas party and they're like (gasps) oh How dare you? Yeah, they're at the company Christmas party when the union files for the vote. And they're like, yeah, we're going to be voting for a union in January. And everyone's like, wow, thanks, Marley. You're the one who really put this together. 
and <laughs> his dad is like Scrooge. I can't believe you didn't know about this. Uh huh. Or I like it. I'd have less hypothetical knowledge about this than Sophie does. Yeah. But maybe they go to file the union or whatever, and they find out that like the managers already know, and have done something about it. Uh huh. You know, oh, something like vague. stopped it, stopped the union. Yeah. And it's like, how did this happen? And then maybe somebody, maybe the boss, comes up to Scrooge at the Christmas party and is like, oh, good job. Oh, I like that better because that puts puts Scrooge in, like, the bad, like, in the antagonist spot. Yeah. I like that better. Scrooge has to be the villain, for sure. Yeah, I I like that. Can we have it revealed later that it wasn't him? Like, he wasn't the one who sold the secrets, but everyone assumed it was him. Yeah. And so because of that, yeah. he went all like bitter and sour. Yeah, yes. I like that. I yeah. love that. I love that. <laughs> I cool. love that so much. I'm so okay. excited for this unionizing dragon movie. <laughs> <laughs> A, the fact the that we're Christmas dragons. Dragon unionizing <laughs> Christmas Carol retelling. We're bringing movie. corporate America and dragons <laughs> into the same world. And like. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, wait. Yeah, do we have to? Okay, we have to fit the dragon in at the beginning somehow. Like, not mm-hmm. that he has the dragon at the beginning, or maybe he does. Maybe that's maybe that's what the company is built around. Is like they kind of like found the dragon egg at one point in the future, so they are like <laughs> the CEO of Christmas, and they like made <laughs> all of their money by like being the place where this phoenix dragon is like raised and spreading its Christmas joy from. Hmm. Maybe. Maybe. Or not. We could do something else. Um, <laughs> no, I like it. I but maybe I, maybe they don't know why. Maybe the Christmas dragon is a myth. Not a myth, but like Santa Claus, where it's like something that they say, like a story that they tell their kids instead of Santa Claus, but it's this Christmas dragon, uh-huh. and that adults like don't really believe in, and it's like oh, it's all fake, and then ten years after this event or whatever, he finds the egg and the inter dragon, and then he's like, oh my god, like it's actually real, yeah. and then goes back into his life over that, but that's how we bring it in, so it's just like until that point, it's kind of just like, instead of Santa, we have a Christmas dragon, and we're again think it's all fake until that moment where he's like oh my god i just found this injured dragon like what the hell and then more of the lore and everything comes out at that point okay yeah what if it's like okay combination yeah okay okay because i love the idea of this company (laughs) just being called like christmas incorporated or like Christmas LLC I love that (laughs) and so there's the story of this dragon yeah it's like a myth because like no one's seen this dragon for years and so yeah they like give little dragon toys to the kids and say like Mm -hmm. oh like if you're not good like the Christmas dragon won't bring snow in time for Christmas or something like that you know Yeah. yeah the reality is that Scrooge finds out only after all of this goes down and his dad like gives him the company is that like every year they like chase the dragon out. Like the company is set on the mm. spot where the dragon used to like come to do rebirth. And what they do right. is they chase the dragon away every year. Yeah. And so they provide Christmas to everybody and make money mm. off of it. Like they have snow machines, they have, you know, Christmas decorations. Oh my God. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> Christmas LLC. Yeah. 
<laughs> Perfect. Uh-huh. I love amazing. it. I think the vibe we're going for is like Dr. Seuss, <laughs> like the Grinch. Yeah. Like yeah. that's the sort of world we're in. <laughs> more than <Yeah. laughs> more so than a Hallmark movie, but we're we'll get there. Well, and it's sort of like how Coca-Cola made Santa. Yeah. It's like the same kind of corporate Christmas thing. Exactly. Only instead of Santa and Coca-Cola, it's Christmas Inc. And, and <laughs> the Snow Dragon or the, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my, and that's the title of the movie, Christmas Inc. and the Snow Dragon. (laughs) (laughs) Because it has to be unwieldy. That's perfect. Or just like Christmas Dragon Inc. (laughs) Christmas Dragon Inc., yes. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. Uh... Yeah. So, to recap so far. Mm Okay. Scrooge is the son of the CEO of Christmas Dragon Inc., who provide Christmas... To all of the people of the town or whatever world (laughs) through the power of capitalism and chasing away magic. Yeah. He works undercover as like a sort of intern in the company where he meets Marley, who is organizing to unionize because the company treats its employees like... And if you're a company that, you know, has grown up based on selling the concept of joy and togetherness to people, you shouldn't be making it so you're employees have to work two jobs and can't see their family on holidays but they have well, that's think, not right? they have so many pizza parties though hannah there's you don't so understand. many pizza parties yeah they and have their cake mental day wellness month. is yoga days <laughs> they yes. give you yoga they give your family free passes into the building <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> into the christmas dragon park yeah for sure and like sam said there's half hour yoga that you can do during your lunch break every wednesday yeah Mm-hmm. Yeah, the lunch break that you're you're not paid for. So yeah. like, no, you have to do it on your lunch break, but it is you have to do it to on you. your lunch break. Mm-hmm. But anyway, I don't know where I got unionizing <laughs> information. <laughs> I just I don't it. know why any of us are bitter about poor toxic work environments at all. <laughs> this is no, cathartic. we've all had fantastic professional lives all the time. Yeah, and Our definitely French... would have fallen in love with the, <laughs> the CEO. CEO. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, our friendship was not forged through misery at all. No. It wasn't nope. forged through share trauma at all. No. Anyway. No. Okay. Back on track. Yeah. Where were we at? Yeah. 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 So he befriends Marley, who is trying to form a union. And on the day it comes to file their union, they realize that somebody, some scab perhaps, has told the management and like the ownership structure what is going to happen. And they... Do something nebulous that I don't really understand to block the formation of the union or, like, negotiate a really bad deal for them or something. Yeah. And everyone thinks it's Marley's boyfriend? Sort of? Scrooge. Yeah. Who they learn at the Christmas party is the son of the CEO. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. And they have a horrible, dramatic breakup, probably in the Christmas party for, like, maximum embarrassment and traumatic aftermath. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, like, the reason they don't have a chance to try and make it up to each other is because, like, Scrooge's dad immediately pulls him out of the company, sends him to some, mm-hmm. like, international school to learn business while the yeah. drama dies down. Yeah. And Marley, like, leaves. No one knows where Marley goes. Uh, yeah, I like that. I like that her, mm-hmm. like, location is a mystery. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Marley disappears. Because they're so hurt yep. by this. 
Exactly. And then we cut screen to yeah. 10 years later. And I think it's important yes. that the company, yeah, the company does not unionize. No. <laughs> because no, they don't. <laughs> that's why it's still miserable when Scrooge is older. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Scrooge becomes very anti-union yeah. after this. Oh, we should, we, that one of the scenes with Marley and Scrooge should be them like, you know, having like a, they're watching like Christmas movies or whatever. And mm-hmm. one of the Christmas movies is like the Winter Dragon LLC's titular movie, <laughs> Winter Dragon Christmas or whatever. And uh-huh. they're talking a about it. A very merry envelope. A very merry envelope about a dragon. <laughs> <laughs> and they have a conversation where Marley's like, I hate this movie. And it's like, oh, why? And it's like, oh, well, I, do you know, like, have you heard the original story? Mm. It's like, because my, like, my parents used to tell it to me all the time and I always loved it. And so Marley, like, tells Scrooge Ooh. the original Christmas dragon story. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. And that's the moment that's that Scrooge remembers when he yeah. sees this, like, injured tiny Tim dragon. Oh, oh my god. <laughs> yes. Amazing. Yeah. Yes. Oh. I've run out of my uh scorching wine. I uh I need a refill. <laughs> I need a refill. All right. So we'll be back with Act Two after we go to the bathroom <laughs> and get some more wine. <laughs> Yeah, before we get into act two or whatever act we're on now, um, let's talk about what fun themed drinks we made this year. Ooh, yeah. Last year, to remind everyone, we made the incredible hot crisis, (laughs) (laughs) which was uh, a hot toddy where you replace the honey with maple syrup. (laughs) Mm -hmm. It was so good. Yeah. It's so good. We decided this year to try and come up with some drinks themed around Aragon. Mm-hmm. And I think uh-huh. we each sort of drank a different thing. Sam and I are kind of drinking the same thing, but I had a bonus drink. Yeah, you did. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, so the Sam will talk about what we're mainly drinking, but the bonus drink I had was the Dragon Fire Shot. <laughs> oh. Which was Fireball Whiskey topped oh with. God frothed milk that had oh, fireball and nutmeg in it ew it was actually pretty good but only if you like ew. only if you like cinnamon hearts no that's why i'm chaotic today <laughs> and it that's makes your throat feel like you just breathed out some dragon fire yeah wow it, it burns for a while after <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, what else are we drinking, Sam? <laughs> <laughs> well, our other drink has far less cinnamon in it because <laughs> I cannot handle Fireball. So we have what I have called and dubbed the Scorching Wine, which is a blueberry mulled wine. All you need for it is some red wine, some blueberries, cinnamon, and clove, and an oven top. And you're good to go. It's so good. Yeah. it's a I love it. Sounds pretty good. <laughs> Yeah, it's pretty good. You can also add fireball to it if you like cinnamon. Apparently that tastes good. I did not. Me neither. But yeah, someone else in our household did and (laughs) they like it. (laughs) (laughs) And Hannah, what is your drink? Well, I hate fireball and also it just like didn't feel right to 
make an entire bottle of mulled wine for myself at 3 p.m. on a Saturday. Uh-huh. So I have made what I've decided to call, or we have decided to call, Aragon's Crisis. <laughs> which, is... <laughs> which is a twist on last year's Hot Crisis, which of course was a twist on a hot toddy. And basically it's the same thing, but with a homemade blueberry simple syrup. So I made mine a double because... If you're drinking alone at 3 p.m., might as well go for it. Hell yeah. Um, So it's two (laughs) shots of whiskey, half a juice lemon, topped off with boiled water and the blueberry simple syrup, which I just made by matching up some blueberries and boiling it with sugar and water. And I topped that off with a couple slices of lemon and some whole blueberries. Dang. Oh, yes. Yeah, I think we were hoping the blueberries would give it a blue color. Nope. It's very, very red. It's like bright red on my end. (laughs) Our mulled wine is more purple. Yeah, (laughs) blueberries tend to give the more purple hue, especially if you use frozen blueberries, which we did. Yeah, there was an attempt. (laughs) Yeah, it it's like the color of blood, which is probably also kind of appropriate for uh, for Aragon because it has that red sword. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it's delicious, and I am on my second one, which means by the time this is done, I will have had four shots within about an hour. So, and I just really need to—I really need to stress that it is like four forty-five. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway, I just really need to stress that I'm have a very high stakes uh, job application due tomorrow morning. <laughs> yeah, and also right after this, you do have to watch car racing. So yeah, but that will probably be enhanced by being drunk. <laughs> yeah, fair. <laughs> I was gonna say you could have had a whole bottle of mulled wine to watch that. That would have been fun. That would have yeah. been fun. But anyway, let's get back into this movie. Yes. Okay. Where were we? Where were we? I think we were at the point where we need to figure out what Scrooge, or we should call him Ebenezer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes, or just call him sure. Eb. Eb. Yeah. Eb, Eb was uh-huh. what I was going to say. Eb. All right. So we need to figure out what Eb's been doing. I think, right? We do like a time cut, like a jump. Yeah. 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 I don't think we really need to go into the details, just that he has taken over his father's old ways and is a person to work for. Yeah. And like to keep in the theme, I think we cut to he's in like the grand beautiful CEO's room of the Christmas Dragon LLC and (laughs) (laughs) and um, like some lackeys come in and go like sir it's you know Halloween just ended so we have to start thinking about Christmas and there are all these charitable Mm -hmm. organizations who have asked for you know money from Christmas Dragon LLC and he's like he says something like christmas spirit is for peasants they can give money to the charity and like Uh kicks them out kind of thing Uh uh-huh yeah i was about to say he goes all scrooge on them yeah forgetting that that's literally what we're doing (laughs) yeah he says yeah he says says to somebody and then so do we think like does he come back to the building at night or is he working really late and he hears like a crashing yeah Yeah, he's working late yeah okay working late yeah oh and it can be like the thing where he kind of falls asleep and so he's not sure if he's asleep or not yep Mm -hmm. and we hear like a crashing and he goes down or over to like maybe there's like a storage room 
that is never used or wait does he Mm -hmm. know at this point that's a good question maybe he has like a yeah maybe he like looks at his calendar and there's like a date circled on it and it's like Mm -hmm. that day and he's like no i'm busy today like i can't come to your charity ball or whatever yeah Mm -hmm. and like it's the day he he as the ceo has to go and chase the christmas dragon away (laughs) yes (laughs) you know yeah yeah normal ceo stuff normal uh-huh. normal, normal big business ceo stuff where you have to go chase away joy and togetherness yeah literally yeah through the woods yeah and so maybe he has to like go to the roof hmm. and like chase away the christmas dragon because it's trying to like get into the building to lay its egg I, for some reason, have had it in my head that the egg just spawns like it's in a video game and like, a magical location. Oh. That actually- I like that. I like that, yeah. 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 And it's, like, built up- oh, he has, like, a secret CEO basement. Yeah, and the basement is, like, <laughs> a very, like, magical grotto, right? Like, it's, like, yeah. a cave with, like, yes. crystal stalagmites and stalactites and there's, like, a pool of frozen water in the middle. Yeah, very Christmassy. Oh, maybe there's like mistletoe and holly growing everywhere. Maybe there's like yeah. the, there's like icicles coming down from the ceiling, and like you know when they drip, and that's how the stalagmites form. Yeah, yeah. it just drips and drips and drips, and an egg slowly forms from the dripping. Over the year, yes, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, I like that. Here for that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool. And I guess we don't have to show it, but for some reason, if you move it early, it just grows again. So (laughs) you have to wait until it, like, finishes. Yeah. Uh You can smash it or get rid of it or whatever, and it will always come back. Because that's the magic of Christmas. Yeah. I guess, like, if we want to stick to a Christmas carol, do we want it to be that this is, like, Christmas Eve? It should be, yeah. Yeah. And so, like, at midnight on Christmas Eve, he has to be there to, like take the egg out and like throw it in a dumpster or something (laughs) yes yeah yeah i think that works Mm -hmm. right before it hatches yeah oh and that's the problem this year is it hatches before he can get to it because he fell asleep at his desk oh yeah oh perfect yes yeah oh my god does he like is he like at his desk and he like opens like a secret drawer and there's like a picture of marley (gasps) Yes. yes yes from that I was about to say from the Christmas party, from the, but well, from probably the like party. probably early in the Christmas party. What about like at the yeah. beginning of the Christmas party? They have like yeah. those, you know, when they have like, oh, like you have the mask booth? and the yeah, like yeah, a photo yeah, booth. yeah. That's a and there's a idea. picture of the two of them. Yep. Mm-hmm. Oh, and he looks it. at it for a second, and then like flips the picture over and picks up like the key that was underneath it that goes to the CEO Grotto. Yeah. <laughs> Well, like, what if it's, I I like it that, imagine, so on his desk, he probably has, like, a picture of his dad, right? Like, yeah, <laughs> like, in mm-hmm. a fancy frame, and yeah. he, like, yes. he, like, pulls the picture out, and behind it is a picture of him and Marley, like, that's where he keeps oh, it, man. it's, like, hidden, Aww. Oh man. and he's, like, staring at it, you know, like, with the gentle touch, where he's, like, uh, yeah, and then the alarm goes off, and he's, like, oh, God, I'm late, yeah, that's why he's late, mm-hmm. Oh. Oh. <laughs> yes. Mhm. Mhm. Go on. Go okay. on. You fucked me. <laughs> yeah. So he runs down to the secret magic grotto and the egg is like what should it 
Mm. Should it already be hatched? Yeah. I, I think, think so. I, or maybe like it is hatching and he like lunges for it, but before he can get to it, the dragon emerges the rest of the way and he like grabs its wing or something and that's why it ends up being a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Some Something. Or maybe he like picks it up and it like hatches in his arms. Mm, and he drops it. Yeah. And he drops it. Yeah. And then that's why it has like a broken wing or something. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. Okay. I like that. Yeah. And then, like, he, like, picks it up anyway. And maybe that's mm-hmm. when he has the Christmas past vision. Yes. Yeah. Because normally he carries the egg. He doesn't carry, like, the live dragon. And so he picks yes. up the dragon and, like, it's thrown back to, like... His dad always had to work on Christmas. Yeah. And, like, his... I don't know well, where do his mom it? was. Maybe he doesn't have a mom. Do we <laughs> so want... he was always alone on Christmas. Do we want all the visions to be based on Marley? Oh, yeah, we do, don't um, we? Yeah, like, if it's oh, a rom-com, oh. it probably should be. What if yeah, we do it, like, the Christmas past is, like, the Christmas, and he sees the party. Like, he sees mm. the end of the party, but instead of seeing what he did, he sees what Marley did. Yeah. So he sees yeah. Marley, like, go back to his apartment, like, crying. Like, you see him start packing up, and you see him, like, leave town. Yeah. On yeah. Christmas. Like, miserable. <laughs> yeah. Aww. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna cry. That's so good. That's when he drops the dragon and breaks its wing. Because he's so surprised. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And then maybe there's, like, a scene where he's, like, maybe at the end of the grotto, there's, like, a cage with, like, mm. the Christmas LLC logo on it. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah. And so he, like, looks back and forth from the dragon to the cage, like, trying to nudge it in. And that's where he, yeah. like, says out loud things like, no, no, like, no, I have to keep you in here. Like, <laughs> yeah, every year we have to keep the dragon in the cage. <laughs> yes. And that's where the people watching learn that the company has been, like, <laughs> locking up Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. Yes. And that's why Christmas just, like, doesn't feel the same anymore, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. Christmas LLC has been, like, exerting more and more control over the Christmas dragon. Yeah. They give, like, an artificial Christmas in place of the real thing. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Eb isn't naturally, like, a terrible person like his dad is. Yeah. So maybe mm-hmm. he has a hard time with locking up the injured baby dragon because usually he just locks up the egg right before it's about to hatch and, and like leaves never and never goes to down do with again it. yeah yeah he feels bad about it which is important for his character arc. exactly yes because in a christmas carol he starts to change after the first vision like he starts to become mm-hmm. more a better person so after yeah. he sees this vision vision instead of locking up the dragon may- <laughs> okay maybe he locks it up in his bedroom <laughs> like yeah. he's like okay you can't yep. go outside because you're still not allowed to go out and make christmas mm-hmm. you can stay here with me you know that uh that meme from community that's i can excuse racism but i draw the line at animal cruelty <laughs> yeah. yeah that's basically him that's basically he's like yeah, i'm fine Ebenezer. with treating my employees like absolute <laughs> and like making their lives miserable <laughs> which is definitely not a parallel to any other large corporation no. that exists today but he can't personally deal with leaving this baby dragon like alone and in pain from its broken wing in the dark. Yeah. 
like the way he deals with it is he has so many levels of like middle management that mm-hmm. he never has to actually see his employees or like what he's doing to them. Yeah. He yeah. just he just follows everything that his father has handed down. <laughs> yep. Yes. Yeah, and taking care of this baby dragon that he accidentally hurt and that makes him see all these visions. He like sees how all of his employees are spending Christmas. Yeah. And it's like, oh god, like these people so many of them are suffering or like working or just unhappy or like stressed about money. And he realizes it, that it's his fault because he can't avoid the issue when <gasps> it's being shoved into his head by a baby dragon. Okay, I think, yeah, I think we hold off for like a little bit on the next vision. Okay. But what if, because we have to have Marley come back. Yeah. Right. What if like True. the union was kicked out for like 10 years? Oh. And so now like Marley comes back on Christmas Day, being like, I am serving you this notice that your employees are going to be voting on a union. Yes! And so Marley is like, yes! now, back in the picture, yes. here for revenge. <laughs> yes! <laughs> yeah, and Marley is all like, has been psyching himself up, and he's like, okay, I'm gonna do this. Like, he doesn't even work there anymore, but he really believes in this and, like, feels so personally... Well, he now works offended. Yeah, he now works for the union, right? So, like, the union is like a separate company. So, Marley now works for them. Yeah. Right. And so, so people have been like whispering in among the employees, and now they're coming back with like a new union drive. And Marley is here Mm -hmm. to be like, yes, you now need to get your employees to vote. Suck it. Would that be. (laughs) Yes. Would that be a time where like Marley has been like really bracing for this confrontation? And he shows up and Eb is like, oh my god, I'm so glad you're here. I didn't realize how bad it was. And it just kind of flips what Marley was expecting. And then they have like that yes. charmingly awkward thing where it's like, yes. oh, you're you're different than I remember. And it's like, oh, like it's because of you or whatever. <laughs> Ooh. So maybe Marley shows up to like serve the papers or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then... He's like, I'll be back this afternoon. Oh, yeah. And so, yeah. like, while he's gone, maybe it's because, like, Eb is like, like, he's like, oh, can we go into your office? And Eb is like, no, there's a dragon in there. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and Eb is like, I'm sorry, my schedule is very full. Yes. You'll have to come back this afternoon. Mm-hmm. And in between, he has the vision of all his employees' Christmases now. So that's his Christmas yeah. present vision. Yeah. And so then yes. when Marley comes back, he's like, oh, God. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, what has happened? Yeah. And does I that like mean it. Okay, I'm jumping ahead a little bit, but the vision of the Christmases yet to come is they like talk it out and Eb is like decides to introduce Marley to the dragon for whatever reason and they touch it and it like shows them like a couple <gasps> years in the future having Christmas together and like being so happy and like so in love <gasps> and everything is better. Oh my god, what yes. if it shows them two? One where they're apart and one where they're together. <gasps> yeah. Like, oh my god. Yeah. It shows them yeah. together and then it shows them apart after and it's just like, oh. <laughs> yes. That's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like I think it's Probably someone lets Marley in because Marley's like, I have an appointment. Yeah. Let me into his office. And so he walks in to find Eb, like, with the dragon. Like, the dragon mm-hmm. is, yeah. like, climbing the drapes or something. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> and Eb is like, no, like, you have to get down. I have a meeting. And then it's like, oh, sh-. 
Miley's here. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) And then you get the classic, I can explain. And then he doesn't really explain. (laughs) Yeah. I think, like, a scene where, in that moment, Eb kind of, like, breaks down. Like, he's like, I had no idea things Mm -hmm. were this bad. Like, I've just been in my own head, you know, following my father's routines and orders. Never thinking how they affected people. Yeah. But I don't know how to fix it. Yeah. Yes. And then Marley's like, we can work on this together. (gasps) (gasps) Oh. Yeah. And that's when they and that's when they're like, okay, we can work on this together, but we have to get it done like today. Yeah. And so like we gotta get this dragon sorted. Oh my god, and And that's when they both hurt its wing. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, isn't there a scene in the book where Scrooge, like, runs around and, like, is giving money to people and, like, acting all manic? Yeah, at the end. I think so, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, and this one is just him, like, running around with his dragon on his shoulders. Yeah. Being like, Merry Christmas, everybody! (laughs) Like, (laughs) the Christmas dragon is real! (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because maybe there has to be something where they're like, you know you have to release the dragon at, Mm -hmm. like, midnight on Christmas Day. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Or, wait. Yeah, it hatches yeah. at midnight on Christmas Eve, like the midnight that becomes Christmas Eve. Yeah, and then it has to. Yeah, it has like the day. It grows very, very quickly because it's magic over yeah. Christmas Eve day, and then at midnight it goes out and starts spreading Christmas cheer. Oh my god! So yeah, oh! by the time by the time Marley is there, the dragon is like gigantic and like knocking things over in his office. Yeah, <laughs> yes. it's like an adolescent, uh-huh. like yeah. lanky, awkward dragon that just doesn't yeah. know how big it is or how long its limbs are. Yeah, honestly, exactly. In my head, it's more like a Kirin, and it's just or no, yeah. that's the unicorn one, the water dragon, the like long and loopy oh. ones. Oh, <laughs> like it's a serpentine serpentine yeah. dragon that like flies using magic, not using wings. Well, it still needs a wing. Oh, yes, it does need a wing. Is it a hexapod? It can be a wyvern. Because <laughs> I'm I making like a movie. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's only got four legs. The two front legs are wings. <laughs> yes. Aw. And it, like, hops around on its back legs. Yeah. Because one of its wings is injured, and it's like a little kangaroo. Aw. Oh, my God. I love it. That's pretty cute. Oh yeah, maybe it's like it's one of its legs is back legs is hurt because then it can still fly on Christmas True. night. But I I do like the idea that like Scrooge and Marley have to team up to like carry it around. Are they like? Oh yeah, yeah. Put it. They put it on like the top of Scrooge's very fancy car and like. <laughs> sorry, Ed's very fancy car, and they drive around town, and it like sticks its head out the window like a dog. Oh and- yeah. Okay, I like that. Is that? <laughs> yeah, I like that a lot. <laughs> I feel like that's Marley has cute. a pickup truck, and so they have it in the back. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> and Ed keeps worrying about it, and Marley finds it charming, even though he doesn't want to. Yeah, but that's the end. He's of like, the- "Oh, is the- <laughs> yes." It's like, "Oh, is the dragon still back there?" And you like look back, and the dragon is like chomping at branches <laughs> or something hanging over the street. Yeah. Just having a grand old time. Yeah. So maybe what happens is, yeah, so Marley comes in and is like, okay, we can, like, we're going to write a union agreement. Like, I'm going to talk you through what a union agreement will do for your company. And you need to do everything in your power to, like, make sure it happens kind of thing, right? Yeah. Right. You don't mess with it. Like, you try and get your employees to vote yes, et cetera, et cetera. Mm -hmm. Or, like, we have to try and do that. Yeah, anyway. Mm -hmm. 
and I think there should be a moment where it's like midday on on awake. Oh so it's Christmas Eve night that the dragon has to be like flying around, right? Yeah. So yeah. it's it's got to be like 9 p.m. on Christmas Eve or something. Like something has to happen that makes them think like there's nothing we can do. This mm-hmm. isn't going to work. Like the employees aren't going to vote. We have to do something now. Yeah. And that's that's what leads to them being like, well, what if we bring the dragon out? Because <laughs> mm. taking the dragon out has to be like the resolution, right? Yes. Yeah. Maybe it's something to do with the fact that like part of the, this is almost a little dark, part of the like strategy of this company to keep its workforce suppressed is like it works people so hard that they're so like emotionally and physically exhausted that they like can't put the time into yeah thinking about change yeah, yeah. so it's like okay we like we need some way to like pep the people up like this is a big change and like everybody is just so tired because it's 2021 <laughs> yeah so maybe, maybe it's not yeah maybe it's not that like they need to drive the dragon around where people can see it but they need to drive the yeah. dragon around at midnight. Mm-hmm. So that the dragon can do the magic. Yeah, so that everyone is, like, happy and excited. and Yeah. The dragon creates hope for the future. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so they'll be like, oh, listen, like, we've worked so long to crush these people's spirits that, like, I don't know that anything <laughs> you say will get them to vote on this union like i can't do anything Mm -hmm. as the ceo because i'm supposed to be against it i can't i can't tell them what to do one way or another yeah and like what we need is to give them hope that's they need to like yeah have hope for the future oh my god and then marley's like well that right there is Uh pretty hopeful if you ask me or whatever yeah they do the thing where they like both look together And then it pans over to the dragon, which is, like, gnawing on his <laughs> desk leg and, like, looks up and does it, like, uh? Aww! Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, oh, but he can't fly. And it's like, if you can't fly, <laughs> there's... Yeah. If you can't fly, you can ride! Yeah. <laughs> Marley gets his pickup truck. Yeah. Uh, maybe there's, like, another memory they had at one point where, like, Marley took ebb for like a drive you know in like an old yeah. beat up car instead Aww. of the like fancy limos that he's used to going in yeah mm-hmm. they sit in the bed of the pickup truck and like snuggle watch and the watch the sunset or something or yeah. yeah watch the first snowfall oh my <laughs> god oh, <Yeah>. that's <laughs> the one that's the one <laughs> And they share a blanket, and yeah. Marley has come prepared with, like, a thermos full of hot chocolate. Uh-huh. Aww. Mm-hmm. Guys, you're making me so f***ing emo right I'm now. S- I'm gonna cry. Oh, my God. I'm single as hell. Yeah, I'm gonna cry so hard. <laughs> Aww. And because, oh, say, okay, and so then instead of being like, oh, we should, you know, he's like, I have an idea, and then he's like, do you remember December 3rd, 2000 and- Oh, yeah. Whatever- 12 <laughs> and marley's like i didn't know you remembered that exactly mm-hmm. oh. Oh. wow this is so good <laughs> this is so good it might be the four shots of whiskey talking but i think we have a great story <laughs> we have here. a great story yeah and then they drive around and like you know the dragon is just like blowing snow into the air 
and uh-huh. whenever they drive past houses you see like the christmas lights all turn on yeah then they're playing oh, the dragon is probably so happy because it's been like it's the same dragon just reincarnating every time right so it's yeah. been locked yeah. up for like 30 years yeah just oh so gosh. excited to finally get outside and like see the stars again oh so it's an extra powerful christmas spirit boost yeah because the dragon is just so excited to be there i need this to be an actual movie (laughs) i'm a big fan i'm a big fan why are we so good at christmas movies we're so good at christmas movies you guys (laughs) oh someone should hire us to do something about this oh my god we're gonna be that niche um hallmark fantasy christmas movie yeah yeah, we're gonna forget being biologists. That is our new yeah, our yeah. new thing. Is listen, I know nothing about business. Isn't that like one of the rules that you find an underserved niche? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. This feels pretty underserved to me. Yeah, I mean, we were already finding a pretty underserved niche of being like biologists who read books from two thousand and six. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's worked out very well for us. Yeah, we're so famous. <laughs> um yeah i think that's a movie i think that's a movie so is the scene where they like touch the dragon and get the vision of christmas yet to come that's like the last scene yeah where they've like finished spreading joy and they feel like this is gonna work out like everybody's life is gonna be better and they go to like pet the dragon and it shows them both look this is gonna be you next year you're so happy oh yes oh (laughs) I think that's fabulous. I think it's great. Yeah, so like, yeah, they're driving and then they like stop at the same spot that they stopped, you know, uh, in 2012 and the dragon's uh, in the back. Uh, and they're yes. like, I think we did good. And then they like, the dragon like jumps on them to be like, like a dog that's really excited about having uh-huh. gone to wherever. And oh, in that yeah. moment, it like shows them the future. Oh Christmas God. next year. And then, Christmas and then, does year. the dragon? Does he go into his like his blizzard storm yeah. version or whatever? Yeah. And then, yeah, <gasps> yeah. And then, like jingle bells sound in the background as uh, Eb and Marley like sit in the back of the truck together and watch the sun come up. Yeah. Aww. <laughs> this oh, this Aww. is so cute, you guys. <laughs> so good. It's so cute. I love it. <laughs> Dang. <laughs> We're so good at this. We're so oh good. Oh my at god. This. We should do this all the time. We should do this all the time. No, we'll get back. Hello at and it. welcome to <laughs> Hello and welcome to Midlight Crisis where all we do is make incredibly specific Hallmark movies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have found my calling. <laughs> Dang. We done it. We, wow, did it. we did it. Hey Sophie. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm gonna put you on the spot again. Oh, no. What's the elevator pitch for this movie? Oh god. Okay. Uh it's um the water horse meets <laughs> red, white, and royal blue. Oh okay. Uh-huh. Not a movie, but uh-huh. we're gonna roll with it. Uh-huh. Ebenezer Scrooge is a hot 20-something. <laughs> Aren't we all? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, super definitely. I'm definitely a 20-something still. Yep. Ebenezer Scrooge, hot 20-something, undercover at his dad's company to learn how the company works. He meets Marley, the union organizer who falls for him without knowing who he is. They have a fling. Oh, God, I'm running out of steam, you guys. 
<laughs> what happened next? They have a fling and it's real hot and heavy until the company Christmas party rolls around. Oh yeah, when the company Christmas party rolls around, it's revealed that Marley is the union organizer and someone has revealed to the company what's been going on and they hire enough scabs that the union drive fails. <laughs> mm-hmm. Everyone thinks it's Eb because at the same party it's revealed he's the CEO's son. It's extremely <gasps> dramatic. The two leave never to hear from each other again cut to Aww. today 10 years from now <laughs> 10 years from later then. the uh chiron on the bottom 10 years later 10 years yeah. later ebenezer scrooge is a hot 30 something <laughs> 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 it's the night before the night before christmas and his one job as ceo of his father's company is to go lock up the Christmas dragon that we haven't mentioned yet, but is very important. (laughs) Yes. But he's late because he's looking at a picture of his hot 20-something boyfriend, Marley. Yeah. (laughs) We have to stress how hot hot everyone is in this movie. Listen, it's a Hallmark movie. They're going to be hot. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, He runs downstairs, but the egg... The winter dragon egg has already started hatching, but he goes to pick it up and it shows him a flash of Christmas past when he and Marley were still together and happy. He drops the dragon, hurting its leg, and now he has to take care of this dragon. Mm-hmm. <sighs> <laughs> no, no, keep going. You okay. got this. I believe yeah. in you. He brings I the dragon. I believe in you as much as I believe in the Christmas dragon. <laughs> Yay! He brings the dragon up to his office to take care of it. But then Marley shows up being like, you got served. We're going to have another <laughs> union drive. <laughs> and Eb um, is like, I, sorry, I'm very busy. I have meetings. So Marley leaves because Eb has to go take care of the dragon that's eating his office. <laughs> In that moment, Eb has a vision of all the Christmas presents that his employees are going through and how miserable their lives are because of his company. When Marley comes mm-hmm. back, Eb says, we got to fix this. And Marley's like, sure, (laughs) we can do this. But it's too late. The company is too miserable until they realize, well, if we get the Christmas dragon out there, maybe all the people will have enough hope to want to vote for a union. (laughs) Yep. 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 (laughs) They'll have hope that things can change. Mm-hmm. So, because the dragon's been hurt and can't fly, they load it up into the back of Marley's truck and drive it out into the sunset <laughs> to spread Christmas cheer. And the movie mm-hmm. ends on a beautiful moment where they see their future together. Wow. And yeah. everything works out. <laughs> Christmas Dragon LLC coming to theater. <laughs> <laughs> Like the uh, truck lot commercial? Yeah. <laughs> Available nowhere. Available nowhere. <laughs> Screening in theaters near you and never gonna happen. And not Just... today or ever. <laughs> Maybe sometime, but probably not. But probably not. Wow, I think wow. we did great. Yeah. I think we did a fantastic job. Yeah. We are so good at making a really sh- stories yeah i am so is that our new tagline that's a great terrible stories with a lot of heart (laughs) oh yeah yeah who needs a plot it's all about the characters yep exactly oh man well wow i loved it that's all we have for this movie but it's original oc do not steal 
<laughs> we're gonna copyright winter dragon llc yeah no we're not we've already bought all the web domains speaking, <laughs> of, it. speaking of web domains Anna. speaking of web domains if you liked this uh movie pitch of midlife crisis consider rating and reviewing us based on this uh very normal content that we do all the time on mm-hmm. itunes or your podcatcher of choice you can talk to us and find fun-related content on social media. We are at MidlightPod on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. And all other chapters of the show, as well as last year's Christmas episode, are available on our website, midlightpod.podbean.com, and on YouTube. Wow. We don't Yay. have even prepare an We don't have a thing for <laughs> Sam to say, but... <laughs> Merry Christmas to all, and to all, a good dragon. <laughs> Merry Christmas LLC to all. Yes. (laughs) Happy holidays to all. If you don't celebrate Christmas, enjoy the government sanctioned time off. Mm -hmm. (laughs) This holiday season, unionize your workplace. (laughs) Yeah. Actually.